Welcome to Teen Talk. It's great that you've joined us. As you know, the teen years can be fun and exciting at times, and at other times, stressful and overwhelming. I've set up Teen Talk so that we can discuss ideas and tools to build more confidence and success into your life. So let's begin today's episode. At the end of last year, I was invited to quite a few schools here in Manchester, England, where I live, to speak to the girls after they'd finished their GCSEs, which are the exams at the end of high school. And at the end of each of the talks that I gave in the different schools, I knew that I was going to be bringing out this podcast. So I asked the girls, I said, you know what? I'm here in front of a group of teenage girls. I'm going to use the opportunity and ask you, what topics do you think I should speak about in this upcoming podcast? And they gave lots of great ideas, all different topics that they, you know, and I wrote them all down and we'll get to them. But what was interesting to me was that in every single group that I asked, the theme peer pressure came up. So that's what I'm going to focus on today. And some of you who responded to last week also brought up that theme of peer pressure. So what is peer pressure? Everyone can relate to that feeling when there feels such a pressure inside ourselves to measure up to the people we see around us. And there's different forms of peer pressure. Each person, it can come up in a different way, or sometimes we can feel different things at different times. But the themes that have come up, as far as girls have shared with me, are pressure about clothes, pressure about prettiness, pressure about intelligence and marks, pressure about humour. Sometimes a girl will say, oh, she's so funny. I just feel so flat and boring next to her. Sometimes a girl will say, she's so popular. Oh, everyone loves her. And I just feel so, so nothing next to her. Family status is another form of pressure outgoing oh she always has what to say and I'm just racking my brains thinking of what to say she's always so able to just talk to anyone and feel comfortable and sporty girls sometimes feel pressure next to a a family member or a classmate who's very sporty and out there and they feel very clumsy and just and just not able to to do well in sports So the big question is, where does peer pressure come from? So you might say to me, "Um, it's a bit obvious. It comes from that girl who's so funny, so popular, so pretty, has stunning brand clothes. Everything she wears is designer. That's where the pressure's coming from. You know, someone once asked uh, an 104-year-old lady, tell me, what is it like to be 104? And she smiled and she said, it's incredible. There's no peer pressure. (laughs) There's no done thing for a 104-year-old lady. So what she's teaching us with that is that the pressure that we feel inside comes from looking on the outside. Those of you who listened to episode one will know that we described each of us as having our own house. That means that when we were born, not because we built it, but because Hashem just gifted us with the ability to be our own person, with the value of being our own person. 
And just like when you walk down a street, every single house will be different. When we see people, every single person is different. Different, but equal. What's peer pressure? Peer pressure is when we go out of our house, out of who we are, this nice structure of value and confidence that we can have in the person that I am, the person that we are, we it's not that we lose it. We don't lose it. We just go out of the front door without even realizing it. And we go over to someone else's house who we're feeling intimidated by and we're looking and peering into their window. And we see this huge, stunning mansion and we think, oh, if only we were more like that, got better marks, had more friends, was was more outgoing and socially confident, then I would feel good about myself. Quick, what am I going to do to be able to be like her? But meanwhile, we have a stunning mansion. We've just gone out of it. It's right behind us. And all we need to do in order to feel better is not stand there with our nose pressed against that window. It's to turn around and go back through our front door and into our house. Now, the good news is no one can pull us out of our house, although it feels sometimes like they can with how stunning they look or how confident they are or how witty their comments are, how how everyone bursts out laughing at their jokes. It looks like they can schlep us out of our house and pull us into theirs and cause us to feel tiny and insignificant. But the truth is that's not true. That our house, the only way we can go out of our house, out of our own power, out of our confidence is by opening our own front door, by taking ourselves out of our own blend of strengths and limitations, taking ourselves out of that and going and focusing on someone else. The same way like when you use a camera, However good a camera is, you can still only take one photo at a time, right? You can only focus it in one direction. So if we're focusing on another person and how amazing they are and what they can do so well, or sometimes we can focus in a judgmental way on them and say, oh, they're so like this and they're so like that. We can snob them out, right? So the same way we can focus and zoom in on outside we can also turn that camera around and focus and zoom in on ourselves now that doesn't mean we have to see everything that's perfect in ourselves at all but when we go back home focus on ourselves and are able to accept ourselves our own blend of strengths and weaknesses and limitations that means that we are always able to be confident you know when i go into different groups I have a little model robot. So let's say I'm sitting in front of a a class of girls. So I'll put the robot on the table. I'll take out my remote and I'll start moving it around, forwards, backwards, sideways. And then I'll look at the class and I'll say, how powerful is this robot? So everyone's looking at me. "Um, Not powerful at all. You're holding the remote. You're the one who's going to decide, forwards, backwards, sides. And then I say to them, would you want to be this robot? And they're looking at me, nope, absolutely not. Why would I want to be 
to be controlled. I want to have my own control. And then I say, you know what? We can so easily allow ourselves to become a robot. We tell ourselves, as long as other people approve of me, as long as other people don't judge me, then I can feel okay about myself. But as soon as anyone says anything to me, judges me in some way, tries to put me down in some way, oh, then I'm not okay. Well, then we're handing them the robot, sorry, the remote. We're handing them the remote. We're allowing them to control us. Whereas what we're saying here is peer pressure does not come from the outside. It comes from inside us. And we can take that remote back and not be a robot, but be a person. A person who can understand that their value is from inside. And if we can keep hold of that value, no pressure, peer pressure in the world can shake it, can take it off us. So you may be thinking, okay, this is all very lovely um, to say that peer pressure only comes on the inside and as long as we feel good about ourselves, we don't need to feel peer pressure. But what am I supposed to do? In that moment when I'm walking into a party or a simcha or just being in class around so many other girls and feeling that horrible feeling of sinking, I'm not good enough, I don't measure up, or just self-consciousness or awkwardness that people can feel. And I'm telling you, you would not believe how many girls hide it so well. So don't think for a second that you're the only one who's feeling that because you're probably hiding it very well. And other girls who are hiding it very well also, I'm sorry I'm letting everyone's secret out of out of the bag here, but there'll be many girls who you see and you think, oh, they're just so have it together. They are just so comfortable and so confident. And inside they are not. They're shaking and self-conscious. Um just like you might be feeling. So a few years ago, I was, it was, I think it must've been era of Sukkos, and it was pretty hectic in the house. Sukkos decorations were being made. I was doing lots of cooking. It was busy and the house was pretty messy. And I was working that evening and I have a workroom at the back of my house. And I remember thinking, oh, for you, at least one room is tidy. And then I smiled to myself because I was thinking, do you know what? Sometimes inside us, it can get pretty messy. There can be tons and tons of insecure thoughts, self-doubting thoughts going on. But it's important to remember that one room inside us is always tidy. The real us totally does not get pulled into the mix. There is a real core of us that knows that we are good enough, that knows that we can trust ourselves, that knows that we are valuable. Nothing to do with looks and humor and, and um, social confidence and test marks, just because of who we are. You know, here in England, we have the royal family. So I think of it like when one of the royal babies are born, they're, giving, they're given royal treatment from the beginning. They don't have to do anything. What have they done at, at the age of one minute old to get this royal treatment? They haven't earned it. They're just royal and therefore they get treated well because they're valuable because of who they are, not because of what they've done. And that's the same for all of us. Because we're Hashem's kids, 
That means that we are valuable because of who we are, not because of what we do. We don't have to measure up in order to be valuable. We are royal. We're valuable totally separate from anything that we do. Okay? So in that moment, when we can feel that um, insecurity, awkwardness, or self-consciousness, the first thing to do is to just realize it. Aha. I'm feeling whatever it is, fill in the blank, okay? To just look inside, because we'll remember that's where it's coming from. It's coming from inside. So we wanna make sure to, to focus on the place it's coming from. So rather than looking at her and say, oh yeah, she is so pretty and she is so this, she said that, to say one second, what am I feeling here? Oh, I'm feeling intimidated, I'm feeling insecure, I'm feeling less than. Imagine a kid who has mud on his face and he looks in the mirror and he starts to try and clean the mirror, clean the mud in the mirror. We'd say, Dolly, it's on your face. It's not in the mirror. You need to clean your face. That's where the dirt is. So when we start to, to act on the social pressure, that's what we're doing. The dirt isn't in that person who we're intimidated by. The dirt, the, the place that needs cleaning is inside us. We're doubting ourselves. And it's just showing up. It's just being mirrored in that person, in those test marks that our friends got, in the stunning car that, that their parents are driving, or whatever it may be. The, that's not what needs to change. That's not what where we need to put the work in. The work needs to go on us. On, on that insecurity that is pressing inside us. So the first thing is to realize it. Oh, hey, I'm feeling insecure. And the second thing is to, to put an arm around that. Do you know what? It's okay. It's totally okay to feel insecure. There's no one I've ever met who doesn't ever feel insecure, right? So it's, it's okay. You know, last winter I was driving and I drove onto some black ice. And the car started skidding just for a few seconds. It was a bit, a bit scary. Um, and I quickly, you know, got the steering wheel and, and um, obviously tried to get out of the black ice box. And I did, and it was fine. And when I came home, I told my husband and he said to me, you know what, if it ever happens again, just know that actually driving into the black ice, instead of frantically trying to drive out of it, Driving into it, leaning into it will give you more control to be able to then drive out. And I said to him, thank you so much. That's a perfect way of dealing with social pressure, social insecurity. It's instead of like, oh, no, 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 no. Why am I feeling like this? Oh, I should know what to say. And oh, I probably look all wrong. And, and they probably all think this. Instead of trying to pull ourselves out, it's leaning into it. That's going to give you more control to actually be honest with yourself and say, do you know what? I actually feel really insecure right now. I feel awkward. I'm like overthinking this. Um, I'm feeling intimidated. And to, to lean into it and accept it, that's going to give you much more control to drive out and, and find that, much more confident place that is absolutely right there inside you. You're just not hanging out there right now.
You know, when I record these podcasts, I wear headphones. I'm sitting here right now in headphones because it helps to tune out any even slight background noise and to be able to focus on the quality and content of what I'm saying. So in the same way, I want you to imagine, literally like you're watching a video or a clip of yourself the last time you felt this type of insecurity, this type of peer pressure. Picture where you were, who was there around you, and and most importantly, how you felt on the inside. And then imagine putting on headphones that tune out the, the background noise, okay? Don't worry, they're invisible. So no no social awkwardness, but you're putting on the headphones, you're tuning out the outside noise of what's actually going on around you, and you're tuning inwards. What would you want to say to yourself and what we've discussed today? What would you want to, what would the message that you want to give yourself be within that insecurity, intimidation, self-consciousness, awkwardness that you might be feeling in that moment as you're watching that clip, what would you want to say to yourself to help yourself through? How would you want to reassure yourself? What would you want to remind yourself of? How would you want to help yourself to remember about who you are despite how you might feel in that moment? Thanks for joining us on Teen Talk. It's been great having you. If you have any suggestions of future topics that you'd like me to talk about, then please email jewishteampodcast at gmail.com. Looking forward to having you back next time. Wishing you a great week.